This script has been brought to you by Miss Jackson's fourth period English class. Welcome to the podcast with Lauren Thompson Robinson, Colty United, Stephen Landis, and Tyler Federowitz from Miss Jackson's English class at Bishop Gorman High School. Today we will be discussing various questions regarding The Crucible by Arthur Miller. So this is Lauren Thompson Robinson on the psychological lens. Um, my question would be, why did the reaction of the community differ when the girls lied about witchcraft rather than when John Proctor refused to confess in The Crucible? Well, me personally, I think that since a lot of girls, a lot of the girls were young, they seemed very innocent and believable to the people of the town. But for John, it was different for him because he was an older male at the time. Um, For my answer, I I believe that the community saw the girls as unbelievable and childish um, due to the fact that they were younger and all of them were making different accusations about each other. But for John Proctor, I feel like the people thought it was more believable more believable because they all thought he went went crazy and he was just kind of different than all the other girls yeah i think the reaction of the community was different because the girls were seen as like still susceptible to making mistakes because of their they were still in their youth and like on the other hand like john like he's older and like everyone has a lot of respect for him especially as a person in the community because of like his uh standards Yeah, the town put much more trust into the group of young girls than John because the girls look like much more honorable and honest people than John to the other townspeople. Um, So for our second question, I'll be introducing the topic of social power. In The Crucible, how does Thomas Putman differ from the judge in terms of social power throughout Salem, Oregon? Well, during the story, I think that Thomas really kind of looked down on everybody that questioned his authority. He felt like he was like the powerful person in the courtroom at all times. Uh, I, I thought that Thomas, that Thomas Putman uh, had the power to put everyone down who disrespected or talked against him. And he had more power than the judge because the judge kind of just handled all the cases that came to him, while as Thomas more handled everything that was just against him and in the outside world, so anyone. Yeah, I think Thomas Putman had the most power out of any man in Salem. And like therefore, he had social power more than any judge that was coming to town. Yeah. It seemed like Thomas had the greatest power in the entire town just because he was able to really accuse anyone of anything and then he could just get away with it. So for our third question, the question is in talking about the gender lens and it's how do we see masculine dominance in everyday life for the people in the crucible? Well, for example, I think that um, John's wife was stuck in the house taking care of her kids as well as John. Um, She was seen like making dinner and stuff like that. Um, She was seen outside of the house, but it was like on rare occasions, like when she got taken to court, that's like one of the main times she was seen outside of the house. Um, I put that dominance was shown throughout the crucible as more more, uh, men were seen as workers. They worked in the fields, they worked in the churches, they they made the more of the money for the family. And the women were more seen to take care of the kids who were sick. And especially the nurses, when the when the girl was sick in the bed, you could see how it was a woman who would take care of them. And then when they needed a doctor, it was a man. So the men more, worked more of the more important jobs as the woman kind of stayed, stayed at home and just helped out the children. I think personally that masculine dominance was seen in like the courtroom when like everyone gathered around the courtroom, there were no women up there that had power, like other judges. Like in today's age, like we see like women have power in court, but 
back then in the crucible, it was just all men that had the power. I would say that the males in the crucible had power over pretty much everything that they did as the woman would care for the children and the men would do the more important work. This is Tyler Fedowitz asking about the environmental lens. In the crucible, how was Salem secluded from the outside world? And how did this relate to accusing so many people of witchcraft? Well, during this time, the witchcraft trials, um, during the time of the witchcraft trials, the main mode of transportation back and forth was horse and wagon. So I think it was a lot harder for them to bring in different judges and stuff like that to get them from place to place, as well as like going around the town. Um, I, I thought that it was it was more secluded to where you lived back then, and there wasn't really great modes of transportation such as like airplanes and cars. They were more they were more uh, set back to like what Lauren said of horses and wagons, and it, um, it was harder for people to come from the outside in to give their own perspective on what was happening. Yeah, I agree with both uh, Colton and Lauren here, and that like Salem was like by itself. I mean, there wasn't really like any towns too much by it. And like it took days to get there by horse and wagon, and like when like the with the, the news of witchcraft was getting around, they tried to stop it in Salem immediately so that the news didn't spread and people started hearing about it from all over. And I think that the lack of like the ability to spread information easily, it really didn't help the the manipulated townspeople. So thank you for joining us today. Next time we will be diving into the parable of the sower and dissecting its lenses.